0: Sponsor uh, charities and events and ball teams in the community. These are the small businesses that keep something like WYAB alive. We don't get no tax dollars here. Your tax dollars don't fund our movement. This ain't this ain't super take. This is WYAB. This is the Clay Edwards Show, the Kim Wade Show, Jameson Haygood, Stephen Yetroska, Jim Thorne. This is live and local, N- completely independent, completely funded. Sometimes out of our own pockets. But generally speaking, by our advertisers and by you supporting them. And uh, places like LS Autoplex are just that. All right. Off my high horse a little bit this morning, but I've been fired up all morning. Blew through a whole commercial break. I got my buddy Mike Watkins in studio. First time me and Mike have actually got to meet in person. We've been friends on social media for 10 plus years, I think. Uh, Mike was one of the first interviews I got to do. Y'all may remember I interviewed a veteran, a retired veteran a few years ago, not, not a few years ago, last year, and he talked about, this is when they were trying to screw up the medical marijuana stuff, and he talked about all the pills he took coming out of the service and for PTSD and pain and everything else. He got on to some medical marijuana or, metal or marijuana at the time, but using it for m- medicinal. Medic- is that the word? Medicinal? Medicinal. Medicinal. Pull that mic a little closer, Mike. Yes, sir. Uh, Mike, pull the mic closer. <laughs> uh, medicinal purposes. And completely got off all the pills, right?
1: Absolutely, but it, uh, that was actually in in Oregon. I, I, first off, thanks for having me on two year anniversary. That's a big deal, brother. Well,
0: I appreciate when when you text last night and said, "Hey, I'm in the I'm in town." I was like, well, "Let me throw half my show prep away." Come on in, brother.
1: <laughs> well, I appreciate that. I, I, I truly do. That means a lot. Um, and you know, you're speaking about you know uh, the the people you know, putting their name on the building, you know, being a part of the ones that spend, you know, spend money in the, the local communities, bring that tax dollars back. They're the ones that, you know, buy your Girl Scout cookies that, that, you know, buy those raffle tickets for your boys. Uh, I know I felt uh, so bad the other teams.
0: day. Some girls stopped by the dealership to try to sell some of uh, the world's best chocolate stuff. I, just got I had no day. cash on me. I had to tell them no. I was like, "I'm sorry, do you do you have cash app?" <laughs> Those chocolate covered almonds are my my my
1: downfall for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. But you know, that's what that's, you know, what we're doing today. Uh, uh, we we formed Micah, which is the Mississippi Independent Cannabis Association. Um mm-hmm. based off just that. You know, we're looking after the Mississippi based small businesses, the guys and girls that, you know, put their 401ks and, and all their savings and, and really decided, you know, this is our state, this is our passion, this is our, you know, our cause and we're going to get behind this and we're going to, we're going to, you know, take a chance and start on our own business. And so we started off as a co op kind of, kind of principle in order to, uh, you know, have, have buying power for 15 instead of one and to have a little bit bigger of a voice. And it's kind of evolved into, into MICA and, and so we've had the, the co-op aspect where we try to get, you know, as, as good a deal for our members as we can so that we can, you know, buy on the same level as a Mockingbird or Good Day or some of these bigger companies that we just, you know, can't compete with. Uh, and at the same time, come together when it comes to the capital to deal with the regulations. You've got House Bill 1158 right now that uh, Representative Yancey is looking to pass to clean up a lot of the problems that we had uh, in some of the bills. Now, and again, they've did a great job. I know
0: they got a lot of hell. Um, you know, uh, and my understanding on that is when they were when he was trying to to ban the kratom stuff that it would have somehow screwed up the way they were going to have to word the kratom ban it would have screwed up the marijuana stuff
1: i, I believe there were some contradictions there i don 't know enough yeah. about it i didn 't read through that same I, here i, I was uh, I was disappointed to see that they were looking at banning kratom um i mean I think we can all agree that. It being on the shelves of the gas stations where high school kids and kids can get a hold of it is a problem. I'm slightly conflicted
0: um, because it's like we say, okay, this is an acceptable level of tyranny. Right. You're telling right, me what I can right, and can't do. Right, right.
1: I'm not a fan of government regulation, yeah. you know, not by any means. But if we, this is the system that we have, I'm definitely willing to work with them to tell them, you know, this is the practical application of no the bills doubt. you're putting out and this is how it affects the common people in Mississippi, veterans, lower income people, you know, things like that. I am 100% disabled veterans. So, you know, we've got to look out for those kind of folks.
0: Sure. Uh, so I interrupted you there, but you no, were good, ta- you were talking about Yancey's bill to kind of clean up some things. What 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 were the the things that need cleaned up? Well, there's a lot, you know, and you can only do so
1: much. Uh, you can only do so much, and there's, there's a lot. Um, but some of the bigger points that he hit was uh, making sure that, you know, you could see your doctors and, and not just have to see the same doctor, like what if your doctor moves, what if you move, things like that. Fixing that. Uh, advertising, they're very restricted on advertising. We're looking at trying to get that changed. Uh, there's some other changes. If Pfizer can advertise what the jab, people should be able to advertise marijuana. Well, that's kind of the joke in our house. My my daughter, uh, she's got a good sense of humor. But anytime like some pill comes on, she starts going, yeah, nosebleeds, leakage, you know, death, you know, okay? and, like starts just listing off all the side effects. And it's kind of a joke in our house. But if you can, if my you know 13 year old knows the side effects of every pill in the, on the market, then we should be able to advertise medical cannabis too. But we're getting there.
0: Well, it seems like every pill has the same side effects.
1: <laughs> it's a darn near, darn yeah.
0: near. I mean, with the exception of the little blue pill and it's four hour potential uh you know
1: yeah absolutely you know we, you know we've got uh yeah definitely we, you know and if medical cannabis is legal which it is in the state of mississippi it's better to just treat it as legal you still got some people that are in that mindset of it being illegal and so they still treat it that way when it comes to regulations and stuff and if it's legal which it is let's treat it that way um again you know we were talking earlier about and you, you were talking on your show about you know uh, doing the same thing over and over and over, inspecting different results for the last 40 years when it comes to Jackson. Well, it's the same thing with our war on drugs. If it worked, it would have worked while I was still in high school. You know, Seeing as how our war on drugs is not working, let's figure out a different approach and allow people to have the, the choice of what they do or don't put in their bodies.
0: Yeah, I mean, look, I, I celebrate when I see my police friends make a big drug bust like fentanyl Absolutely. and stuff of that nature because here's my problem with – with the fentanyl obviously we we've had this conversation there's people taking being poisoned by that when they they think they're buying something different absolutely you know like if you know what you're buying, okay, like the regulation of kratom, I have no problem with cleaning that up, but let's not ban it um but with the the war on drugs, there are some positives and like the 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 war on fentanyl we obviously i think we can agree you don't want crack on the streets. I mean, you don't want a black market for it anyway. Uh, co- cocaine, amphetamines. I mean, wh- wh- amphetamines are legal; they just call it Adderall. <laughs> you know, it's made it, in
1: the lab, not a bathtub.
0: Yeah, so I, I'm conflicted on some things with it because I, I I think over generally speaking, drugs are bad. I mean, real drugs. Marijuana not being a real drug, in my opinion. Even though I do, I do. My story is because of its war on marijuana and the media spin on it. That the first time I smoked it and I didn't die, mm-hmm. I was like, well, I guess every other thing they said about drugs was a lie too.
1: <laughs> well, and I was
0: I- like, so let me try these pills, let me try that powder, let me, try, you know, if, if that didn't kill me, none of this will either. It was all a big lie. Yeah, and, and if you
1: know, it's it's done through a lens. Everything's got an optic to it. You know, everybody's trying to sell you something. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, uh, I think when we get away from that and we start looking at common sense solutions, um, you know, that's another thing about you know you brought up about Jackson earlier. You know, we actually, I think a big problem is the more I travel, the more I see people in Mississippi, the more I've traveled to the United States and, you know, from the military, been overseas, the more I realize that we got more in common than we do apart. If we peel back some of the layers of the political BS and actually get to the root of who you are, maybe over a beer or over a meal, there's so much more that we have I, in common.
0: I was just listening to say that, you know, go go to a bar in a in a, in a diverse area and, don't talk politics when you walk into the bar and talk with complete strangers. Uh, for instance, something I try to do. I see a black dude, for example, and he's wearing a 49ers hat or a Cowboys hat or something that I can start a conversation about. I will start a conversation, just talk about that. We'll sit there for 45 minutes and talk about sports or whatever. You know, I I'm all about building rapport with people as sales you got to and you got to be able to do it fast. Absolutely. You know, somebody got a bumper sticker or kind of kind of custom tag on their vehicle that tells you what they're into. I'm going to lean into that. You know, if you do that with people and and move away from the political argument all the time, we have a lot in common. Unfortunately, the political is an important thing because there's a one side always feels like the other side is making their life worse.
1: I can see that. But if you again, you do everything from the lens of common ground. You tend to you tend to not get worked up about the little things and try to work through the bigger issues. And that's you know, that's what we're finding here. You know, whether it's law enforcement Um, uh, you know, politicians, you know, uh, grandmas on the streets, you know, your local pastors, you know, that's one thing people got to realize is that you're, you know, seven out of 10 Mississippians, that's seven out of 10 pastors, that's seven out of 10 lawyers, that's seven out of 10 doctors, you know, that voted for this behind closed doors. So we, we do that, that proves that we have more in common than we do apart. So. um,
0: Uh, I agree. Uh, So let's, let's circle back real quick before we take a break. The, uh, the, the Yancey bill to clean this thing up a little bit. About the doctors. Now, do the doctors have to be specifically certified to prescribe this now? Absolutely. Or can I go – so I can't just go to my family doctor and say, I think I need – Marijuana.
1: No. If your family doctor chooses to get certified, absolutely. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it, it, it can't be just any doctor. You have to be there's a rigid process uh, that you have to go through the State Board of Health and, and uh, uh, the medical board, I believe, uh, or nursing board depends on what your what your licensure is. Could
0: a nurse practitioner prescribe
1: it? Uh, I do believe so. But you still have to be working under a doctor at some point. But, yeah. but yes, I do believe nurse
0: practitioners can can prescribe as well. Do do you think that that's necessary? Not not the nurse practitioner thing, but the separate certification. I think that if you've gone through
1: medical school, that you should be able to prescribe. Whatever. I mean, Cause you all don't doctors can prescribe have, pain pills. i to say, you don't have to get a specific for benzos. You don't have to get a specific for opioids. You don't have to get a specific for this. Now, your continuing education might need to include that. I'm not a doctor. I was you know a medic in the military, but to my knowledge, which is limited. Um, you know, there might be certain cl- continuing education classes that you take that encompass that, that that you know, coursework. But you shouldn't have – I don't think you have to get a certain class to 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 do certain drugs. So let cannabis shouldn't be an example. Let me ask this. should be an exemption.
0: Uh, you may know this because, I mean, you're involved on the ground level. I never thought to even ask this question. You know, so there's pharmaceutical reps. Mm-hmm. Are – being that this is medicinal, are there marijuana reps – marijuana uh, – medical sales reps that go like from southern we use southern sky for example right do they have reps that go visit doctors and stuff like that and uh try to basically pimp their product
1: no because there is a separation of church and state for lack of a better way of saying it uh, doctors and dispensaries cannot be directly promoting each other it's part of the the way they did the bill
0: wouldn't keep... it be their brand more so yeah
1: absolutely and that's you know that's one thing that we we've got our, our brands company that you know Uh, takes care of that. And then we've got our transportation company, which is a license holder. Our wellness will be our dispensary line and things like that. So, but as far as... um that's eventually probably what it's going to get to, but because of the federal issues, they're still yeah, there. But, I mean, you've that. got sales teams. Southern Sky's got a phenomenal sales team. We've got a phenomenal sales team at Hilltop Brands. Yeah, um, A lot of these, you know, River Remedy, uh, Green Magnolia, they've got some really nice sales teams, and, and that's what we do. That's what's, that's what Mike is doing. That's what Hilltop's doing. That's what a lot of companies are doing right now is is they're facilitating all of that. Um, so, like, if you've got a cultivation You've got it, whether it's just the grower there or you've got enough money to have your own sales team and distribution team, you're going out to each dispensary and you're selling your product, your brand, where it's coming from, how it's being grown. Um, And we've got some phenomenal growers in the state of Mississippi. We're really showing up and showing out. And uh, I've actually been in touch with some people from high times looking at doing a, a, a uh, expose or whatever you want to call it, a feature ad on some some of the growers here in Mississippi, and they are very impressed with what we've been able to do.
0: No, you no, know, no, no. Being a, being a '90s baby, I'm well, not a '90s baby, but a guy that was, you know, really my teen years were the '90s. Those were the most influential years. Influential years of my of my adult life was what I was molded into in the '90s. High times was cool,
1: absolutely. But
0: don't you think that it's time to shed that image, the pothead image, and and, and wouldn't it be great to get some mainstream? And that's you know, what we're
1: trying, you know. With uh, and I don't ever like to. Speak I think that's for all part of the. Of it. I
0: think that's part of the, the the aesthetic issue with the marijuana is you get stuff I, like I High Times and people are like, see, we told you it's just a bunch of potheads.
1: I agree. Bunch yeah. of hippies, you know. I agree, um, but you know, High Times and normal have done a lot to to help with the industry sure. and to help with the cause. But you're right, there is that that bit of um, um, image perception. Absolutely, absolutely. But you know, when you look at it, and this is kind of a joke, but it's very true. The two most successful Olympic athletes in the world are Michael Phelps and Hussein Bolt, and they are absolutely cannabis smokers. Absolutely. And they have close to 50 gold medals between the two of them. So I think that lazy pothead uh, – you know, moniker is, is not quite as accurate as, as people let it out to be. I mean, shoot, I'm a, I'm a daily user, and I'm on here, you know, speaking yeah. as well as I can, and I, I do 50 million things a day. And trust me, my wife wishes I worked a lot less. Yeah, but, you know, uh, it's,
0: it's about getting the right strain, too. And we absolutely. can talk about that. So let's take a break real quick. Absolutely. I want to talk about that when we come back, because there is that image, and I, cause I've had a different strain before that had me bounce around cleaning my house. Absolutely. You know, all right, this is The Clay Edwards Show, joined in the studio by Mike Watkins. We'll be right back on 103.9 WYAB. You know, I came up with that as a joke, and I thought, or I just, it was something I heard somewhere, and I was like, I kind of like that. That's a cool tagline. I didn't think it would grab a halt like it had, and I didn't think it would be so representative of what this show represents over the last two years, but every now and then you got to break some rules, you know, and to get things done. you got to ruffle some feathers. you got to make some people angry. you got to make some people uncomfortable. I mean, just like Maxine Waters says, you got to confront people face-to-face sometimes and let them know what you think. Now, they don't like it when you do it to them. So that's why I like doing it. We're going to hold people accountable. And um, we're going to break more rules. We're just getting started breaking rules. Uh, real quick, before we go any further, Stonington Beef, or Stonington Farm, should I say, is a new sponsor of the show here. They were on Mike Madison's show for a while before Mike stepped away. And, uh,. have a little breaking news here soon about Mike Madison uh for Mike Madison fans out there stay tuned for that uh maybe he ain't all the way gone maybe he is you'll have to stay tuned to find out um Steinington Farms I I got uh, a big order from them about 20 pounds of meat a couple weeks ago they brought it up here met at the Home Depot out there in Brandon. uh I tell you what if you follow me on Facebook I cooked a couple of the ribeyes phenomenal I used my Jonesy Q uh uh, keto-friendly uh, rubs and all that. <clears throat> and it's phenomenal. The beef, it's all grass-fed and grass-finished. That makes a difference. I mean, it really does. And so I ate those. And then I had a, my daughters wanted to come over and eat the other night. And um, just being honest, I was being cheap. And I used some of the other ribeyes that I had left over from a, a whole ribeye I bought for them. And so within about a three-day time period, I got to eat the, the all grass-fed and finished. And then I got to eat... Just what you get from the grocery store, which uh, it may be grass fed, grain finished, or all grain fed—I don't know. Astronomically different piece of meat. It was interesting. I would like to do a side by side again, but that grass fed, grass finished is such a nicer, better tasting, easier to digest piece of meat. Like I have diverticulitis, so <clears throat> my 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 colon and stuff can flare up, and this, that, and the other. Especially you get a lot of just bad meat in it, uh, digestive issues and stuff. No problem at all with that grass-fed. They they did some ground beef special, so I bought like 10 pounds of ground beef. And I cooked just some uh, hamburger steak patties Saturday night just to have to eat on been trying to do meal prep and stuff so I don't try to grab food on the go and everything. My goodness, that may, not may, that is hands down been the best hamburger patties or ground beef that I've ever had. I was going to put it in some tacos. I didn't have any taco mix, and I was too lazy to go to the grocery store, so I just made some hamburger steaks. You can enjoy this same excitement about your meat as I am about Stonington Farms by going to Stonington dot com. That's S T O N N I N G. T-O-N Farm.com. That's Stonington with two Ns. They deliver up here regularly to the Jackson area. And uh, they'll get your order in. They customize an order for you. You'll call Katie, tell her what you want. She she's very patient. She takes her time. She'll break it all down with you and they'll get you exactly what you ordered. And you come up here, and I um I didn't even think about it. I stopped by the bank and grabbed cash, but they do take debit cards there on the spot. They got a square, and just really, really good. So, Stonington Farm Beef. You will not be disappointed. All right, I'm joined in the studio this morning by Mike Watkins. We're talking about uh, medical marijuana in Mississippi and some of the speed bumps they've hit along the way and some of the good stuff they've seen. Mike, right before our break, <clears throat> we were talking about there's kind of perception of the pot hit perception and stuff and kinda of went down a rabbit hole there. And I was like, you know, people don't realize I think that there's different strands for different stuff. Just like there's different medicines, there's a pill to wake up, there's a pill to stay awake, there's a pill to go to sleep, there's a pill to make you happy, yada yada yada. There's also medical marijuana versions of these same things in essence,
1: right? Absolutely. Mother Nature is uh is undefeated, you know. <laughs> um as far as that goes, you know, you have your basic two strains, and then you have hybrids. So you have an indica, and think indi-couch when it comes to indica, because uh, that's the one that's going to make you want to sit down and eat and play video games. Yeah. Um, it, it's it's kind of that way. And then you've got your sativas, which are more of your head highs, and that's that's more of your your get-up-and-go kind of walking around weed uh, for lack of a better way of saying it. Um, so, you know, indicas are your more body high. Let's say if you've got a bad knee, a bad back, uh, you you know, had a, had a difficult pregnancy, um, and you don't want to take opioids. That's where your, those strains come in. Now make sure you're, you're obviously not operating motor vehicles and things like that. But if you're at the house and you're trying to medicate, that's a, that's a great way to go. Um, if you do have, uh, things to do, um, and obviously you figured out your ride, so you're not driving intoxicated, um, a sativa is more the way to go, especially if you're working from home and things like that. That's more of your head buzz. That's more of your get things going. My, 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 my fibromyalgia, my headaches, my, my basic stuff aren't bothering me near as bad. I've medicated that, but I can still think well enough to complete my job and do what I need to do. And again, but for people everybody's body chemistry is a little different. I'm an Indica guy. So I'm having this conversation on an Indica, which would normally put a person like you on the couch where you're not wanting to talk to anybody. And you're just like, yeah, give me some food and some, some power range. What and I'm good what came first, the chicken or the egg? Right, right, right. But so for my, for, for my body chemistry and the way my body works, um, I tend to, to go with a heavier Indica, uh, just because my PTSD and my brain injury, it tends to work better for my, for me that way. But other people, May not work that way. We always suggest microdosing, okay. And what I mean by that is taking a very small, um, a small joint, a small inhaler. Um, you know, I, I, edibles are actually the way I go because there's no combustion, there's no inha- inhalation. It's a, it's a safer form.
0: Well, you don't have the odor, right? Stuff. I don't think
1: anybody can say that you know smoking anything and putting hot particulates in your lungs are a great idea. Yeah. Um, you know, as someone who smokes cigarettes, I, I absolutely. <clears know that. throat> anyway, but uh, but for me, edibles work and. The thing about it for people is this is where the, the fun part, you know, we talk about this being the first week of sales and everything going on with that, you know, trying to find the strains that work for you. There's a phrase called your nose nose. Well, if it smells good to you, try it. That tends to mean that it's, that it is more likely going to fit your profile, your cannabinoid profile in your body, um, than most that you would think of maybe smells funny or you don't you know like what it, or something like that. You know
0: what it reminds me of a little different deal, obviously. But when they when they released high volume beers in Mississippi, and you know everybody was like, I'm gonna go try. like I went to Bulldog. I was like, I want to try it all. I'm gonna find out what I'm gonna, I found out some things I did not like. And I found that what I kind of gravitated towards it was right. kind of kind of the same concept.
1: Well, with cannabis, there's there's thousands of compounds uh, in there, cannabinoids in there that we have not identified yet. You know, there's THC is just the one psychoactive compound in there, but then you've got all your CBGs, Vs, and all the other CBD you know variants that you know are are. Inflammation, stress, anxiety, sleep, you know all these things bring out those qualities, and so we're still we 're still learning because of the research problems and because of everything that 's going on with that uh, and the hindrance there uh, we really just started to get a lot of really good data over the last twenty years and, and more so. Uh, nowadays, because you know Israel and there's 37 states here in America, Canada, there's a lot of nations that have have decided to kind of get rid of the ban and, oh,
0: and get into forward. get into the money game.
1: Absolutely. Well, there's that part too, and that's again why we started Bico. Is because you know with all these out of state. Um, out of these out of state companies, you know, they have their place, but we want the same level playing field. That's all we want. That's all we want. We want the mom and pop places that, you know, five and six guys and girls put, you know, 50 or 100 grand together and they got a half million dollars or less. We want them to have the same chance to be successful as these $50 million companies who don't give two craps about the state of Mississippi. And the other part is your mom and pop places are going to keep that money in the state of Mississippi more often than these other ones. The day that, some of these large out-of-state companies, you know, start receiving their profits, that stuff gets shipped to their out-of-state investors, to their out-of-state holding companies, and to, and pay taxes in out-of-state, you know, the whole point of this was to see if we could get a medical program to help patients, and to see what the tax revenue would actually do to help the state of Mississippi. If we're shipping all those profits out to out-of-state, we're, we're hurting ourselves from the jump, and we've really got to work on that.
0: Well, it's just like my rant, uh, a little earlier, in that Ellis Autoplex ad read, it, the, these local businesses are what drive this thing. Absolutely, they, all these multinational corporations could up and leave Mississippi, and yeah, I, I don't think it would make a huge difference. I, I really don't. These these outside owned places. I mean, obviously, you don't want every Walmart to close and leave at one time. <clears throat> People need jobs, but the local the local it would the local communities would replace it. That's how it works. We we're That's how very self
1: sufficient here in the South.
0: Absolutely. I mean, if you close the borders up. I think Mississippi's going to be all right.
1: There might be some few natural resources we run out of here or there, but overall we have got some phenomenal people. That, that's another thing that bothered me. A lot of these cities and a lot of these states when we first – or a lot of these uh, leaders and, and people, elected officials, when we first started this kept running back to, you know, Mississippi's going to turn into Portland, Oregon. It's going to turn into Seattle, Washington. I lived in Portland. I was stationed in Seattle. The people, You are not giving the people of Mississippi enough credit if you think that's going to happen just for medical cannabis. First off, cannabis is already here in the black market let's take it off the streets and get it regulated and take the power out of the street dealers hands and put it back into the you know everybody else but
0: well that they're gonna have to have to get to adult use absolutely it'll it'll come
1: eventually i, I think within three years you'll start to see bills come up especially if the program runs as well as we hope it does
0: yeah. i mean now drug, drug dealers still they're just gonna sell another drug but you got you're gonna have to get to adult use to to really to, to clean the drug dealer stuff up but again They'll just go to amphetamines or powders or
1: whatever the next thing is. Well, and I'm glad you said that because, you know, we've talked to a lot of police officers doing transportation. You know, our biggest thing is to work with law enforcement, work with Highway Patrol, work with them to understand that we're legally allowed to do this. What does it look like if you're a legit company? So you can bust the companies that aren't legit because that hurts us uh, as well as that way you're not. You know, worried, or there's not some kind of weird altercation on the side of the road with somebody just trying to. Well, do is there a job. some
0: type of permit or license you have to have Absolutely. to travel
1: to transport? Absolutely, you have to have a transportation license. The way it's set up in the state of Mississippi, uh, we're running arm armor trucks, armed guards, uh, camera systems. We're going above and beyond. We've got a couple of redundancies on purpose uh, to secure the the safety and security of our drivers and our and our. The loads we're so, carrying.
0: So the uh, the armored trucks don't have a pot leaf on the side of them. No, no, no. They have to be completely <laughs> bare.
1: No, absolutely, completely bare. You you honestly driving by them, you wouldn't even know what they are.
0: Hey, look, we got to take a break real quick, so I don't blow through a, another one like I did the first hour. This is the Clay Edwards Show. Got Mike Watkins in the studio talking about medical marijuana in Mississippi. If y'all got any questions, hit us up, man. 601-879-0002 is the phone line. The Guns and Gear text line seven six nine two four one nineteen. Forty-four. We got a few texts. I'll read them when we come back. This is the Clay Edwards Show live in the Mack Hike of Flowwood studios on 1039 WYAB. Breaking rules when necessary. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. This segment brought to you by Mac Hike of Flowwood. Man, get over there and see my boys at Mac Hike Chrysler Dodge Sheet Ram of Flowwood. Let them get you in a new or pre owned vehicle. They've got. Up to $4,000 off on Ram or $4,000 cash back on Ram trucks. You can use that to dig out of any negative equity you may have or just uh, use it to lower your payment. Whatever you want to do. Also, they got up to $15,000 off on certain models as well as the home of the 399 car payment. And they're going to get you in and out of there. From the time you pick your vehicle, once you've settled in, you're like, we're going to break bread together. You sit down and start doing paperwork. The goal is to get you in and out in one hour. Your time's valuable. Their time's valuable. And uh, their goal is to get you in and out of there in one hour. Uh, I think we're going to have those guys on the show here this week. So uh, you can start getting to know the folks a little better. They're all local. Corey McDonald, Parker, Abe Morris, Hunter, the whole team over there. Great folks. Great folks. All right. Now you can shop them online at com, or just go Google MacHike Hike at Flowwood. They're right there on Lakeland Drive at Airport Road. Been there for a long time. All right. Mike, what have we been looking at here?
1: These are uh, from a lab called Noble Labs uh, down in Tylertown near uh, Macomb. Uh, those oh. are what's called juke joints. It looks like a cigarette. Yep. They're pre-rolled uh, cannabis joints, and uh, they will be lo- at your local dispensary soon enough.
0: Good enough, man. Hey, uh, I got a text on the Guns of Gear text line during the break. And this is some, whatever. It gets brought up ad nauseum. And I'm, this ain't a knock at who sent the text here. <clears throat> but it is the number one question that I get every time we have this conversation is, and I I'm going to ask the question and I'm going to answer it for you. And, Mike, you're welcome to give your thoughts. So can you legally own a firearm and get a prescription? I've heard that you cannot and— and would and, and would like some clarification on that issue, please. Here's what I've been told: that is a federal deal. Local law enforcement is not going to enforce federal law.
1: You hit the nail on the head with that. So, yeah, this is a complicated issue. Um, short answer is no. It does not mean you have to give up your gun rights. Okay. What it the, the state of Mississippi put a lot of protections in place. Okay, which is a phenomenal thing. We're grateful for that. Um, uh, Blackwell and Nancy did a great job on that. The problem runs into not when you purchase a weapon from a private individual or a gun show or something like that. You don't have to give up your gun rights because you've got a card. The problem happens when you go to an FFL, gun store, pawn shop, uh, independent uh, dealer, something like that. And on that ATF form, I can believe number three or number four asks you, oh, have you ever been you know, addicted to marijuana? Do you hold a me- medical marijuana card? All that. So when, the only problem comes from purchasing a new weapon from an FFL dealer the gray area there is that because of HIPAA they cannot compel you to legally answer that question but we all know that the police can lie to you and if you're silly enough to tell on yourself then that's your fault not theirs so yep. if you answer that correctly again and I'm not telling anybody what to do I'm not giving you that legal advice don't blame it
0: on, on me if you, I, I, I will but <laughs> it, it, don't d- don't Tell them their, their, their systems don't feed together. No. They, One, can't, they can't cross-check That's a it.
1: bigger p- point to make, too, is that our medical cannabis registry does not report to anybody else because your medical records are protected by yep. HIPAA. They cannot share those. I think there would be a very lengthy court fight, and that person would lose. Yeah. Um, so there's, that's the big part that you brought up. They're not talking to each other. Two— They can't compel you to legally violate your own medical privacy. So even though they ask it, there's that gray area there. But if you're buying all the guns you have now, all the weapons you plan on buying from your buddy who's got a shotgun to sell you or from a gun show, which is completely legal in the state of Mississippi, you're still 100% entitled. Now, here's another thing. Obama took away funding in 2008 from their federal U.S. prosecutors they do not prosecute cases in legal states where legal marijuana is, you know, medical or, or recreational. They leave that up to the state's attorneys. So if you get in trouble for let's say and having 20 pounds and you've got an arsenal, yes, they can tack on charges, but you're so far out of whack with the rules anyway that you're you're going to get arrested.
0: Well, in that kind of we'll go back to Joe Biden kind of saying that they were going to they were going to release all all prisoners that were in jail for medical for for federal medical federal federal marijuana charges and there was nobody in jail for federal marijuana very charges. very rare because again
1: yeah. you know obama took and when biden was in office you should remember um but they took away funding from yeah good luck with that uh, they, they took away funding from the federal prosecutors to prosecute cases in legal states so unless you're just hemmed up with uh, 50 million other charges and they're just trying to tack on extra ones you're not going to get prosecuted for that in the state of mississippi
0: yeah so i mean that that, that that's been the biggest question, and I completely understand people's concerns. And there's always that what if. I mean, you know, but at the end of the day, the local law enforcement I've spoken with said they, they can't enforce federal law. No. It's not
1: their job. It's not their scope.
0: Yep. And So you get pulled over. Again, don't snitch on yourself. Mm-hmm. I mean, just at the end of the day. At we the have, end have of fifth of the Fifth
1: Amendment for a reason.
0: Yeah. I mean, <laughs> don't get on social media with, with your drugs and guns. You know, keep your mouths closed. at, at HIPAA. I mean, that's all I gotta say. I mean, but it's a good question. And uh, but you know, you'll be fine. Well, Just don't check the box.
1: In the state of Mississippi, the way it should go. Now, again, you need to work with your local law enforcement. If you get pulled over, don't be a, don't be a butt for no reason. But if you have your medical marijuana card, you have your concealed weapons permit. Which in the state of Mississippi, you don't even have to have one. But as long as you're above board on everything else, you should not go to jail for that. Uh, and if uh, an uninformed law enforcement officer does, you should be able to win that in court pretty easily.
0: Hardy right, case text in <clears throat> good stuff <laughs> says uh the and I mean Hardy's kind of the no you know he's been my go to for this for a while Hardy says the actual answer is no you can't pass a FFL screening and have a medical marijuana uh law I guess license license yeah and, and and answer honestly the legal concept of prosecutorial discretion gives all federal and state prosecutors the option of pressing charges, which in today's climate, they don't.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And that's what I'm saying. There's gray area. There was a doctor somewhere who actually got a concealed weapons permit, went and bought uh, or and then got a medical uh, marijuana card, went to a place, answered it honestly to have this be a problem. They denied him. He took it to court. Supreme Court refuses to hear the case. Interesting. Uh, There's several cases like that. I mean, and I can't— quote where it was from but yeah he specifically did that so it would have to go to court because he saw the hypocrisy in that
0: so i'm curious and i don't know if this has played out in the legal realm yet what if you know like most medicines it's not always intended to be forever for true so what if you're coming off of something and you had a medical marijuana uh, prescription license whatever and you attempted to get a gun and you couldn't then you're like okay well i no longer have an active prescription i'm no longer doing this anymore now can i get a gun or do you lose your rights forever if you mark if you check that box Uh, if
1: you if you check that box you will always have a problem if you check that box once you will always be denied Um, Interesting. so uh, it's a pretty much permanent thing until they reschedule and again you don't even have to flat out legalize federally just make it legal deschedule it
0: yeah fix
1: the 280e on the tax forms won't be any more Second Amendment issues because you don't have to give up your gun rights for your soccer moms with their Percocets and their Xanax. You know, you know
0: man, I, I've brought this up on the show probably more times than any other subject outside of crime in Jackson. It leaves me mind-boggled that the Biden administration has not done this yet. It, it is like the low-hanging fruit. I don't know if they're waiting for the 2024 run-up or or what, but why wouldn't you do this? People, is People voted for them for this very reason. I, I, I'm aggravated that Trump didn't do it. I thought it could have been I a as well. it, it, He could have gotten a lot of equity. You know, he tried to do the, the platinum plan for black folks and this, that, and the other and all these other crazy things, pandering. When he could have done something like this and got more good equity and goodwill out of it than any single thing he could have done trying to get a wide-ranging vote.
1: Yeah, it was pretty low-hanging fruit. Uh, uh, you know, pretty much anybody since, you know, the second Bush. Uh, pretty much had a, a good reason to do it at this point. Um, so the fact that they haven't, you know, when you've got conservative Mississippi, conservative Alabama, conservative Louisiana, and they're all legal, um, the federal government doesn't have much. of I mean, What's state, the hang up? Who,
0: who 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 are we pandering to at this point? Is I, it just is it their their funding for the war on drugs?
1: Uh, yeah, I think there's that. There's you'd lose a lot of funding for for federal um, uh, uh, law enforcement. You know, ATF, FBI. Uh, DEA things like that but I think there's ways to restructure and do it I mean you can't just like you are know, talking about drugs you can't you know just go cold turkey off some stuff it'll you know benzos and alcohol will kill you so weaning yourself off so there's got to be a process but but there needs to be some progress in that process
0: all right let's take another break real quick come back land the plane for the day I'm joined in the Matt Hike of Floodwood Studios by Mike Watkins discussing uh, medical marijuana in Mississippi the first week of sales I want to I want to actually get back to that particular subject when we come back from this break live on 1039 WYAB, streaming worldwide at WYAB.com. And on the TuneIn app, just search WYAB. We'll be right back. Breaking rules when necessary. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. Don't forget, tomorrow, tune in. Uh, in the first hour, I'll have Anson B. Walker here in the studio with me. In the second hour, my good buddies, Fred Harley and Matt Phillips, have reunited the band Storage 24. Uh, they rocked Jackson for a decade plus they got the band back together. They're going to come in the studio. We're going to chop it up. They're filming a new music video, uh, here in the next week or so. And, uh, we're going to talk about it tomorrow live on the Clay show eight to nine AM mm. right here. All right. I'm joined in the studio by my buddy, Mike Watkins, we're talking about medical marijuana in Mississippi real quick. You, uh, you had a shout out for somebody.
1: Yeah. I just wanted to say, you know, there's, there's a lot of dispensaries opening, uh, right now, uh, Wednesday, last Wednesday was our first day of sales for the state of Mississippi, big stuff. Uh, Green Magnolia is opening in Tupelo and in uh, uh, Canton. They are, I believe, the first one in the greater Jackson area. Brookhaven uh, was the closest one before that. But they're opening today at 10 in Canton. Uh, Green Magnolia, check out their website. They're phenomenal people, great staff. Uh, one of their owners is a doctor, um, so they look at it from the, from the medical aspect of it. They have, have a, a different perspective than... than um, than a lot of folks in this uh in this state so they're, they're really putting out some great stuff
0: yeah a buddy of mine that i sold cars with uh he basically taught me how to sell cars bill johnston jr just opened up a dispensary too down in i think mendenhall uh so it's a lot of it, it's it's our little small businesses like that 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 are going to really get this thing out and there's trusted people from the community getting involved in it and uh doing big things i think it's really cool
1: We've been lucky, you know, we we have a phrase that we get to work with the wonderful people we get to work with and we don't have to work with the jerks we don't want to work with. And 90% of the people here in the state of Mississippi are phenomenal folks. We've got some really good people on our network. Um, looking out for the patients in Mississippi, looking out to do it the right way. I mean, you know, farming in Mississippi goes back, you know, hundreds of years. We're uh, we're darn good at it, so it just makes sense to take that skill set and flip it over into medical cannabis. And we're producing some really quality stuff.
0: Absolutely, I think medical cannabis is going to do for people what testosterone testosterone replacement has done for men. I mean, I think it's got the it's got the ability to have that type of change. And I've uh, I've recently gotten into the TRT replacement. Uh, I went out to. The men's men's health of Mississippi, and I just wanted to give them a quick shout out. I'm going to be uh, cataloging that, uh, blogging, however you want to say it, <laughs> my journey with that, and you know the differences uh, that I have felt and and whatnot. And I just pulled that out so I can remember the exact name of the place. But men's health of Mississippi, and I, I see marijuana having that same drastic change and getting people their life back. You know, not having to be a a victim or not be hostage to the bottle of pills or whatever. Uh, real quick, I'm gonna dovetail, dovetail off that and give you the last two minutes here. Tell us exactly what it is you're doing. You're talking about shedding the image and helping veterans. That's the whole, kind of whole gist of your
1: thing. Absolutely. I was just talking to my, my buddies Hunter and uh, at Southern Sky and uh, Joel at Farm Grown and um, uh, two phenomenal places in Mississippi. But you know, shout out to Southern Sky. They sent
0: me a, a happy package that I have used all of.
1: <laughs> <laughs> wonderful, <laughs> wonderful people up there. Uh, you know, Mississippi based. Um, you know, the big part is in the state of Mississippi, you know, with the, and and across the country, but more so in the South, the stigma is there, you know, people aren't willing to help their, these potheads or drug addicts or whatever they want to call them, get their drugs. But as a veteran, and I don't speak for all veterans, I just speak for myself, but as a veteran, I'm willing to put myself on that shield and say, you know what, let's help these veterans and first responders get off these opioids and get off these benzos and have a healthy alternative so they're not killing themselves, whether overdoses or the 22 a day through suicide, because you start getting into heavy pharmaceuticals, heavy psychotropic drugs, which is part of what I was on for years, um, it rewires your, your neuropathways in, in a very damaging way. It can. Um, and to give our veterans, you know, uh, a, a healthy alternative or a uh, different alternative. A fighting chance. Well, you know, and, and and not to get too political, but whether you're talking about, you know, abortion or vaccines or this or that, or, you know, they were talking, you know, modern-day slavery, you know, in your last part. Po- we're either sovereign, independent, free individuals or we're not. Yep. And if this is America, which it still is, then you should have the choice to, as an adult, decide what you do or don't put in your body. There right.
0: should be no acceptable forms of tyranny.
1: No, I agree I mean, with that completely. Just, and, and no matter what end of the spectrum you but it on, is, the, But it
0: is the world we live in. You can yeah. find
1: that common ground that either you're a person or you're not. We should be able to choose what we can do or not. And- it, to get back to it real quick, I know you're, you're on time, but uh, Micah event at the State Capitol. If you're an independent cannabis owner or business owner, please come see us today. Let your voice be heard. Um, your representatives need to hear what you see. What time? About this. Uh, they're there right now. I'm actually running late. They'll be there most of the day. So come up and see us, and we'd love, we'll would love. we be in the Rotunda down on the uh, State Capitol today.
0: Mike, thank you, brother.
1: Uh, it's always a pleasure, man. Congratulations on two years.
0: Appreciate it. See you all tomorrow. Jim Thorne up next.